0: Folks, we need to talk about short-term rentals, Airbnb, VRBO. Uh, if you've been following my channel for any length of time, you know I have a particular concern about that market. Well, we're going to bring back the one and only Dana Dunfer from Henlane, and we're going to have a conversation about simple economics 101, supply and demand, because the equation looks horrible for the short-term rental market. How are you doing, Dana?
1: I'm great. Thanks for having me again.
0: Absolutely. So you put out a wonderful newsletter kind of summarizing great topics every month or so. And uh, this most recent one hit home because you're talking my language. You're talking supply. You're talking demand. uh, And in this case, under the context of short term rentals. And I got to tell you, the numbers were shocking how out of whack uh, the demand and supply has gotten. Uh, You want to give some color to what uh, what you reported?
1: Yeah. So um, they now keep in mind their seasonality trends, Sure. that are accounted for in this that we we know that um during the last 3 months of the um of the year so i'm talking about october november december that that occupancy rate on those short term rentals are are going to fall slightly sure. however with that what we basically saw is that in all the months from april of 2022 all the way to december of 2022 short term occupancy um, rates as a percentage of the total short term rentals on the market Did was lower than it was in 2021 so 2022 yes. we saw those rates drop um and so that's kind of the big um um uh the the big point there of saying oh gosh they're not getting as many um days where you know the landlord is getting rent and so then the question is why right right um, so the first thing I, I, I thought about before looking at all the numbers was, well, how would COVID potentially impact this 2021 remember we're like kind of still coming out of lockdown 2022, there were still people who were hesitant, yep, yeah. but then why would occupancy rates fall? Like that wouldn't make sense. If anything, you think it would go up more people are comfortable traveling. Right. Um, so that one didn't make sense. Um, but supply did impact it.
0: So exa- that's the key. Yeah. And again, something we learned, Um, and people say it cutely, supply and demand, like they understand it. Pe- people don't understand the intricacies, the price elasticity, the demand curves. All of these things are interrelated. And I want to break them both down. Right. Let's talk about supply first. Right. And in the short term rental space, supply is counted as available days. Right. Yes. That's how that's how it's counted. And the reason I'm so concerned about this is, um, Airbnb or short-term rentals became the way to maximize profit. Don't be a long-term landlord. Don't be one rental at a time. Why do that? You're only making 300 bucks a month cash flow. You're an idiot. You're a moron for doing one rental at a time. Do short-term rentals and you'll make three grand a month. That was the talk track in 2021. I heard it. I saw it. I saw my so I saw people who had long-term rentals go short. Unfortunately, when people perceive the easy button or easy money, it creates copycats. And unfortunately, it creates copycats who down select, who don't have as so much money, who lower quality. But every time you do that, you add days of availability. So the $3,000 a month talk track instead of $300 beget more supply, which beget lower prices because you have more of them. So even if the demand goes up, but supply went up more, you're, you're in a train wreck. And to your last point about demand, I believe 2020 and 2021, probably 2021 was the perfect. Like you could not design a better storm for short-term rentals. I hate hotels. I don't want to be around people. I want everybody I'm staying with here and nobody else. I want to drive instead of fly. It's never going to be that good again. And unfortunately, the supply went up right into that. Now the demand, demand could still be up, but it's not up nearly as much as supply and disaster occurs. So I, I think supply demand is undefeated and it's going to crush the short term rental market. That's what I see coming.
1: Yeah. I mean, available listings went up 23% year over year. Um, And so what you basically saw happen, there's 1.37 million of them. You saw just in October alone, 66,000 more firm listings on the market. And so you're right, as that supply goes up, then the demand... Um, For your place, they might be like, oh, well, there's a brand new other one next door. I'm not going to book yours anymore. And that obviously changes your occupancy rates. Um, Now, interestingly enough, the daily rates were also up. And so you also have to think about, well, how much money does a landlord make from it? Maybe they have reduced occupancy, right? So in other words, maybe they are not renting for as many days. But with inflation and all of that, how did that impact it? Well, the average daily rates was still up. It rose, but it only rose 5.2% year over year. And, um, you know, um, some of the, uh, this data comes from AirDNA. Mm-hmm. Some of this data basically was, uh, was stating that landlords were using that of increasing those rates to counter the, the occupancy um, yeah. um, adjustment where they weren't occupying them as much. Maybe there's also some sort of um, argument to be made of, hey, less wear and tear by having fewer, less turnover. But sure. still, what you saw was that supply increase too much. And so, if you are a landlord now thinking about short term, it's a much riskier bet because, to your point, Michael, you know, people are much more comfortable with going to hotels, not just driving oh, distance yeah. from their place to to stay at a short term rental um and uh you know the hotel life and being um, um in all the amenities and-, and amenities yeah. is much more attractive these days and so the question is if you're going into it the volatility of that is going to be much higher than the one rental at a time approach because yeah. with one rental at a time you know people need homes that's not going to change you know what population growth is in your area you can pretty much predict that but with short term it is both that as well as regulations with cities locking down um it's a much riskier bet to be to make
0: yeah i think i think uh i think short-term rentals had their day Uh, again i think i still think short-term rentals is a wonderful model anna kelly Uh, my Wednesday expert for three or four years now, she does it right, oceanfront, lakefront, you know, the creme de la creme stuff. Uh, I think a lot of the copycats and a lot of people try to shortcut this um, because of easy money, they're going to get hurt. Um, It's very interesting though. I think I'm actually hearing, so again, I already shared the story about people calling me an idiot, right? Why make 300 when you can make three grand? I am starting to now see people who are trying to do short-term rentals try to stop the bleeding by going back to long-term rentals. And sometimes yeah. they're calling them midterm, you know, uh renting to ner- traveling nurses and the like. But uh, I see a lot of people exiting Airbnb. One of my experts on Tuesdays, uh, he talked about Joshua Tree. It yeah. was it was crushing it and now it's not. He just lost a hundred grand on what was a short-term rental. He lost a hundred wow. grand. So wow. again, there's a lot of pain coming. If somebody wanted to go from being a short-term business, To kind of long-term rentals uh i know hemline can help them uh because you really don't play in the short-term game you really are uh for month to month correct
1: yeah we don't do any short-term um you know there are some folks who use us for midterm um and hemline works fantastic for midterm um we're built for long-term Um, but you can use us for midterm. You just might want to, um, advertise your property on some of those traveling nurse websites since they don't have APIs with us. Um, but yeah, we're built for long-term there. And it's a really simple analysis. You do, you go and put a spreadsheet together Mm -hmm. and you go on Zillow and all the listing websites. You go to our rent estimate on hemlane.com, type in your property address. You say, what could I get in monthly rent? And Mm -hmm. what does that look like? It's a stable, investment and steady investment yeah. every single month. The other thing I would say about it, because I've done Airbnb b- b- before, mm-hmm. it gets exhausting, the turnovers. Yes. And the Well it's a ty- it's an entirely different yeah. business
0: model, Dana. Yeah. It's not even it's the IRS, the yeah the IRS looks at it differently. Airbnb is a hospitality business. Yep. It's not passive. There's nothing passive about it.
1: Nope, it's definitely not. I've had you know great stories with some of our Airbnbers. I had horrible stories, and I <laughs> said, I it, we're not doing this anymore."
0: No, uh, I'm a so, hotel guy. I'm not doing that anymore. Nope.
1: Yeah, exactly. It does get exhausting from that perspective, and you'll see with those long term tenants it is much different because you're empowering them. It's their home to, you know, to help fix things. Our troubleshooting will go through and help the tenant to figure out what's wrong and, you know, can they repair it? Um, Those types of things. So it's, um, in my opinion, you're, you have to be more patient because you don't see those like big numbers for weekends, but you're also not going to see those big lulls where you have a month of huge, occupancy rates and you're sweating because of your mortgage, you're not going to see that. You're going to see that stable steady. Yeah.
0: Let's uh I want to define something because I think there's a lot of people who are going to watch this in the short-term space who are bleeding and they may come to Hemlane because it's just easier, right? Uh, you're going to go to midterm. But I want to define midterm so we're not confused. Is that yeah. 90-day durations, 30 day duration? What would you call midterm and where Hemlane could help?
1: Yeah. So typically I it's 90 to um, okay. six months is how sure. I define it. It's someone who is, it's usually actually furnished. So you usually yes. don't have someone coming in, moving in and saying, this is going to be my home and I'm bringing all my furniture. It is someone who is going to be on the road. They're there for work, a lot of traveling nurses, um, but it's for a set period of time. And what I find with midterm is if you're in a, a, a market where it works, like there's a steady um, stream of traveling nurses or something like that, it works. I have also seen situations where a landlord gets really lucky on midterm and they find a perfect tenant who says, I've got a consulting gig for five months in this area and you can charge more, right? Because it's furnished sure. as a shorter term, you charge more. But then you might have like three to four months of a lull with it of trying to find another one. So I do think it's important if you're saying, "Oh, I'm I don't want to do a uh, short term. I'm thinking midterm because I want to keep it furnished. I think it would be very wise to do diligence, talk to others who do it. How yeah. do you do it? And they might tell you, I make you know five thousand dollars a month off my midterm rental." Well, the question is, that's great when it's occupied. How many months is it not occupied? Um, So I've seen it done very well. I've also seen it done very poorly. And so I would just balance that. Um, But you still follow the same process of a long-term tenant because in Mm -hmm. most states and um, counties, it is going to be considered, tenant landlord law is going to apply because if it's over 30 days, it's not a short-term rental. Any sort of tenant landlord law would apply there. So it is important if you're doing a um uh a midterm rental you need to understand tenant rights Mm -hmm. and therefore you're going to want to do the background and credit checks you're going to want to go through the process with them um you can't sit there and be like oh well i can get them out after a couple days if this is not working no it's considered um uh they're considered an actual tenant in the property with tenant rights
0: yeah. So folks, if you are an Airbnb host or VRBO doing short-term rentals and you're looking to switch to mid or long-term, uh, Hemlane's a great platform. They can go get a 30-day trial. Where would they get that?
1: Yeah. Go to Hemlane, dot ecom And just mention um, Michael Zuber because after your 30-day free trial, you get uh, 20% off your first year. Very cool. Thanks, Dana.
0: Thanks.